Good afternoon, 18th of October, autumn, Sheffield. Welcome speak, to the Tufty Club. Speak for yourself, I'm in Nottingham. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, just the two of us again, to quote Will, William Smith. William, is that is that even his real name? His name's Will. So is, is it definitely sure William? William, so I'm going to... I might have a look at that in a bit. Um, but yeah, just the two of us, now Andy again. Um, carving pumpkins, apparently, is his excuse today, which is a new one. Um, at least, I'll give him it's, that. Oh, it's, not, it's not William. I didn't it's think he Will would Ard. be. It's Willard. Willard? <laughs> like Willard. I, I, see, I, I, had, I had a sneaking suspicion it wasn't... Um, Willard Harold Smith. Willard? Into the docking extenders? <laughs> Willard! Willard, right. <laughs> Right, see, so yeah. you're learning something. So, you, you, <laughs> and anyone that's tuned in to listen to this and expecting some in, incisive comments about um, Premier League football, all you're going to get is um, stuff about Will Smith yeah. and uh, dogs out of EastEnders. So, it's a good start. So, uh, yeah, Andy's not, not uh, carving pumpkins or whatever other excuse he's, off, he's offered up. So, uh, yeah, just us. So, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've got a point. Yeah, which is, uh, well, relief, really, because. I, I can't see us getting too much from the next few games, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, it, we, we needed we needed something from today. Ideally, a win, but we've got a point. So, yeah, we'll we'll take that. Game of two halves, and we'll, I'm sure we'll dissect it in our usual uh, amateurish way in, in a moment. But <laughs> how did you how did you view uh, today's events? Uh, are you trying to are you trying to get me to <laughs> live on air? and admit I've done something illegal. Did, did you did you pay for it? Let's just say, so let's just say, I'm hugely opposed to Premier League greed, and uh, and let's just leave it at that. How, how was your stream? Uh, <laughs> um, it was a bit in and out actually, but then I realised it because I were casting it to my screen, and there's something going on between that. So I just I watched it on like my iPad in end, and it was fine, completely fine. Uh, I, I switched I switched it half time actually. I uh, I was on some NBC network. Um, and then I, I had like Tim Howard at half time telling me what he thought about it, which is obviously absolutely rubbish. And then, yeah, second half, I switched to a different one because it was a bit juddery. Oh, lo- lovely beard, Tim Howard. Yeah, lovely very beard. sort of. Well, you've, you've kind of gone a bit Tim Howard yourself over mm-hmm. lockdown, haven't you? I mean, obviously in the beard. I've <laughs> been <laughs> nothing, yeah, nothing else. <laughs> Not been on the sunbed. No. Uh, but um, yeah, he. he yeah, it provided no analysis whatsoever. They just they just showed okay. they showed the chances and and that was that. And then yeah, just second half I'd use a different stream because it was juddering. But uh, what about you? We had well, we had well, I I found a, a way of watching it also. Um, but like we had BT, we had uh, Hitgrave, who's uh, married to the guy from Top Loader. I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Wait, uh, the thing is, that... you knew you knew you were going to say that. You could have prepared some kind of crap joke. No, no, I, no. I only no, know no, Dancing no, in the Moonlight, and I can't really think one. of a joke for that. Um, and then uh, McManaman, who's, who, like, he kept, he got Norwood and uh, Berg mixed, mixed up once. I like the way BT as well did our formation at the start and had all the players in completely the wrong wrong places. And then they mentioned our underlapping centre-backs. I don't know if you Underlapping? That. I suppose... <laughs> You know what? Actually, it's probably more accurate than say the overlap because quite often they do go inside the yeah. the wingers, don't they? So, you know what? They might be right. 
So uh, yeah, so team team selection on the on the WhatsApp group, there was a bit of a mix mixed opinions on the team. I wasn't particularly happy with the two we picked up from, but we weren't sure how fit Brewster and Berg at uh, Berg uh, Burke was. Too yeah. many Burks, Bergs, Ollies, and Bergs, Burks, Burks, Ollies. At least we've got. At least there's no mistaking Brewdog though. He's he's a name in no, to no. himself. But, but he put low in, and I, you know, I was pleased about that. You know, because Steve's not been playing well, and he, he had a great debut. Oh, did fantastic debut! I mean, you you weren't keen about Lundstrom being on left hand side either, were you? I don't think because no. you were you were you were someone someone had tweeted on Twitter that. Well, I'm not going to name names, but um, a certain someone had uh, tweeted on about um, the team he'd pick, and you were slating it. And you weren't. Lundstrom wasn't. On... No, Lundstrom wasn't the, the bad. The bad one. He, I think he'd got sharpened at Burnley up front. Uh, yeah, which wasn't too bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get on to why that's not a good idea <laughs> later on. But um, yeah, I, the back sort of. Well, everything apart from the front two, I was quite happy with the selection. Actually, I mean, mm. I'd have probably dropped Stevens because he's just been poor for us this season, and I think you said he's played a lot of minutes for for Ireland, obviously, and mm. um, I'd have probably just just. Changed it around. Just put you. You said I'm I'm Purdue for definite. I, I think I'm Purdue probably, but Robinson would have been fine for me. We'll come on to why that would have been wrong as well in a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I the back sort of core. Yeah, I, I was quite happy with selection wise. Front two, you could just pick any old. Just pick names out of an hat at the minute. Front two. Yeah. And then within a minute, he he barreled into that loftiest cheek. He did it himself, didn't he? And then, yeah. then he, were, he were off about ten minutes later after he after he misplaced two passes. I don't know if they were still concussed. The one he just booted it aimlessly to no one. So he yeah. went straight we into loftiest cheek. Robin, cheek. With, uh, yeah, straight to loftiest <laughs> cheek, cheek. And then we ended up with Robinson on anyway. Stephen's back at left, yeah, so, which is what he did one. What an absolute <laughs> shambles that turned out to be. But yeah, I mean, you're right. It it, it, it were unlucky to get. Concourse, but he, he, I think you said it, didn't you? A bit of an Eberl sort of performance in that he did absolutely nothing right and then got taken off. But he's, he can't help being injured, can you? I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they had an early shot. I think Kearney had a shot saved, but we were very slow again to start the game, very scrappy. But then from about 10 minutes in, we, we kept, we, I wouldn't say we came alive, that's exaggerated, but we, we were all right. We had three chances. I think um, Lundstrom had that shot. Uh, and then Bernie had one deflected wide. But Bernie had, I think, another header wide, like sort of half chances. But it were kind of all us for a period. I think Basham had a shot wide. We kept getting offside all the time. You know, that yeah. one we scored when that own goal went in. About six players offside. Because <laughs> well, my stream were buffering a bit at this point. I just I didn't know if the the missed headers from Bernie were the same one repeated, <laughs> buffered, or or different ones. It it took me a while to realise he'd missed like four headers. Well, three weren't it on on the trot, and then same with offsides. As you say, just constantly offside, like yeah. one after another. Uh, of those, I mean, the glancing header from Bernie, yeah. It, it was fair way out, but the the one that was pretty much point blank is is got. Oh score yeah, well we had those three or four half shots, and then we had a like a really good. I think Stevens had a shot as well, a good move when we. Yeah, played. yeah, and, and that uh, were quite a weak finish as well. He didn't. Yeah, he just sort of he just hit it across coal, and and Basham's were similar, I suppose. But I thought Basham's were probably, you know, a decent effort from where he was. But, but that, were, that were offside as well. But that were offside anyway, <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, all, the, all big, in all, the big we... chance, the the Basham really good cross, and it's like he's he managed to put it from his nose onto his shoulder, or his shoulder. I don't quite know how he did it. He's he's just I don't know what it is about him. He like it just looks like a 
an eight-year-old trying to edit a ball sometimes, don't they? You know, you know, you know what I mean. When you're sort of learning how to, how to actually edit a ball, you, sh- you shut your eyes and it, it just sort of comes off any part of you. At it, times, it takes it the power like... off it. It somehow yeah. takes the power off Edders. I don't know how he does it. And even a normal play, he never flicks it on powerfully to when he tries. Well, he tries to find McCaldrick. He, he never does. He never finds our players. And I hear people say you keep having these stats on Twitter saying uh, Bernie most aerial duels won. Mo- he does nothing with it. He, he does what he does. Some... I've noticed this. I think he, he must have been a fan of maths at school because he either heads it 90 degrees straight down, so like directly to his side, like right or left, or he goes 45 degree angle, just looping nowhere. McGoldrick's never, never, whichever way he puts Anywhere it, whichever way he puts yeah. it is at the other position <laughs> that he should have done it to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds like we're going in for him because we, we've never. I, I, I haven't even, I haven't even started. I know. <laughs> I know, but uh, well, I'm preempting it. But we, we've—he's just not for me. I don't. I think he's been really poor this season. I, I, I'm not as convinced as everyone was by him last season, to be honest. Um, and you know, he's—he's—I'm not going to. I mean, you know, what he does on Twitter is nothing to do with his performances. But like, if he spent as much time, you know, uh, going on about Glasgow Rangers or Joey Rodan or whoever signed for you know that player who signed for. Uh, Spurs, his mate and stuff, as he did actually working on his game. Like, I mean, he, he was joking earlier in the season. I said this before about, oh, we don't go near the weights and stuff. Well, you need to because you're not going to get any quicker. You don't gain. Pe- it's very hard to kind of get a lot quicker. So he needs to add something to his game. He needs to get physically stronger so he can hold the ball up and, and impose himself on players. Um, and he's, he's, I don't know. I don't think he's got any better since he signed for us. We've said it. We've said it time hard. and again with our strikers that I know. Well, McGoldrick's been poor this season for, for yeah. the most part, um, but we've he's always been a bit of a pet of ours on on here, and because he does something else, well, he has to because he doesn't score, does he? But you know what I mean. He brings other players into the game. He's got is that link play. He actually he can play football. He's good at good with it at his feet when he's playing well. This is, but there's too many of our players that if they're not scoring or not getting chances, they're not doing anything else really. Yeah. Um, and I think but, McGoldrick's not even doing those things. And he's not anymore. doing it exactly. So he's that's what I'm saying. He's dropped into that bracket as well. So it's, yeah. it's like I said at the start, it's t- any, any and, two and, out of a hat. And it's frustrating because the, the front two, were, I thought, were poor all, all game line. McGoldrick did a few little bits, but I thought the three midfielders, certainly the first half an hour, I thought Lundstrom and Norwood were excellent. I thought Lundstrom running yeah. with the ball and got into great positions. I thought Norwood's passing, he, passed, he got it through kind of passed it through midfield, forward passes that were, I know right, he gave it away a couple of times, but he did actually was looking for a pass and he got us moving into the last third. And then Berg had a quiet start, but then came good towards the end of the first half, some really good, powerful runs, looked a threat, no real end product again from him. I've got to say that as everyone else, you know, criticised me again, but there's ne- rarely an end product from him. A bit more today, I thought actually at times, but yeah, but yeah I know what you mean. Possibly, but... But they were good, them three. They were good first half. Defence were largely untroubled. Um, You know, they did what they had to do sort of thing. And half-time, you're like, we really, you know... I don't think we... I saw loads on Twitter saying we missed loads of chances. And we did have chances, but we only had one really good chance. We had four or five, you know, decent chances. And maybe could have done better with a few final balls in the last third. But it weren't like we were missing out. You know, we weren't... For the amount of play we had, I know they had more possession, but we didn't create as as many good chances as we should have done. I'm sure someone will pop up with some XG stats that'll prove you wrong. But I I actually think we did look like we should have been two or three nil up half time. No, no, I agree. Um, we we should have been winning at half time, definitely. One or two up at half time, but um but we weren't. No, 
No, it's just the thing is we've been saying uh, well p- people i mean we've we've complained about mcburney and we've certainly complained about sharp but and people defend them saying oh we've not been creating chances though it's not that's not the problem it's creativity one i think we created quite a lot of chances first off and whether yeah, you're going to yeah. say there were guilt edge chances or half chances there were still opportunities chances, yeah. where yeah, you can make yeah. something of it and i think we had we had two that should have been goals for me and we had about a further four that could have easily been a lot better. Trouble if they'd going more. If been more careful over the final ball, like the one that was offside, he shouldn't. They yeah. should never have been offside. A couple of others where they shouldn't have been in offside yeah. positions. Just things like do something a little bit quicker or try something yeah, a little bit different, and you and one of those pretty decent chances turns into another really really good chance. So. And, and then you're kind of worried second half that, oh, you know, typical, like, like it is to you, I suppose. You've had all them half chances, decent bits of play that they, you know, it wouldn't be, and, and it were exactly like like it kind of went. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we had one half, Baldock had put a good cross in about Bernie were offside again. Uh, but then after that, for, I don't know, probably about nearly all the second half, you know, I think we had one Norwood free kick, which completely wasted. But the three midfielders who've been great first half were appalling second half, on and off the ball. They controlled midfield. They were they were breaking through us so easily. We were like two on two and three on three. like, And that were like at 50 minutes, 55 minutes. It weren't like at the end when the no. game, when you could say players were tired, we were, we were stretched, going for a win or whatever. That were like 50 minutes. They were like two on... How were they two on two from a goalie's throwout? I know. It's, at times, I thought we were playing... I, I think Wilder's told them before match that it's a game we we could and should win. And at times, I think I think it was first half, Egan, mm. we, we we were pushing on fair enough, but Egan were like well over past in their half, past this past the centre circle, and mm. we we almost got caught out. Then I think Norwood had to be full stretch and, and met a block, and I'm thinking we're playing a very high line in, and we we got caught out a couple of times, like you say, and I think it I think it probably drilled into him that this is a game to win and and for taking, and maybe. We just got a bit adventurous at times. But, but, it, but it weren't like we were creating loads of chances and getting loads of overloads. I can't remember the wing-backs or the, the set, you know, overlapping, underlapping, when you come centre I can't remember them really being much of a threat. I think Basham once got nipped in once, but we, we barely had men men up to create anything. Like, it, it just, we just lost all control second half. It yep. was ragged in everything we did. Uh, and it was summed up on the... I think the, the the penalty when it came, Norwood, who, you know, terrible cross, they broke away, won a corner, and then I don't know what Robinson, I, I mean, he cost us against Leeds with his poor defending, and you know, he probably should have cost it. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. Why has he got his hand up there? It's a bit, bit Jagielka, isn't it? Against Wigan, basketball player. I just I, like, I, what? It was like you know a goalie what? coming coming yeah. to punch it, or a basketball player going for interception or something. What, what you know when they say, "Oh, play, players after you have to," you know when it's about elbows, you have to jump your elbows, and so you have to. But yeah. I, when I've gone for headers, I've never ever put my hand in that position. I've never swung header, my ever. arm over the opposition player's head to get some height. <laughs> it's not it's not natural, is it? I don't know what he's playing at, to be honest. Uh, and there obviously no appeals, and uh, it was shocking penalty though. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got not a lot more you can say about it. it just he had a shocker of a game. Like Grealish uh, last year, probably. I don't know when the last one was at that end for an away team, but pretty pretty similar. Yeah, similar sort of thing. And um, I mean, I've I've said when when it would be sort of between uh, Fulham and Brentford to go up, and uh, you're thinking, oh, well, maybe, maybe we can cherry pick some of their players if they don't come, up, as if that were ever going to happen. But I, I was thinking, oh, brilliant! If Fulham don't cut. Co- come up, we need to go in for Mitrovic. He's he's the kind of striker we need. He looks 
Why is... Uh, he's got about it, 100 it, grand a week. Yeah, exactly. A, we wouldn't have afforded his wages, but B, I know it's only one game, but it, it was terrible today and um, and quite fat as well today. I don't... <laughs> it's like you, you, you talk about their goalie. I know you, you texted about got any puns lined up for Areola. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mitrovic was the one with breasts. He's like proper <laughs> pigeon chested, just like waddling around. So God knows what's happened there. Yeah, so uh, he missed it. And after that, it's like, come on now, United. You've had a let off. Let's push on. Let's go and, like, let's up his game. We got worse. We did, <laughs> after, yeah. After that penalty, we got Do worse. That. Well, you, you were talking about two on twos and three on threes. After the goal, it well, well after, not after the goal, but it, it, immediately after that, it started to be three on twos and four on twos, didn't it? We're just getting, just getting strung out. He put, he put uh, Brewster on for. Uh, for Sharp, his impact weren't much better than Lowe's to be honest. He was stumbling about, he gave ball away three times. Although Gen- Stevens could have played him in with that one, two and made a terrible yeah. pass. But genuinely, after that, um, and yeah, Stevens' decision making weren't the best on that, was it? When he sort of got in behind and he could have just done anything but what he did. After that, genuinely forgot Brewster were on. Honestly, I just completely. I don't know. It was the right move off. to make because he had to put him on and stuff. And uh, but like at that at that point in the game, we, we just got no no control over anything. Our organisation, we would lost shape. It was like like one midfielder were like near the strikers, and then another one were on halfway, and then another one, and it was like it, it was just it was just hopeless. It was like a like watching a Sunday game, you know, like kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, and even though like you know we needed to win, we, it was a game we had to win and stuff like. You still, if you're playing poorly and making bad decisions with passing and you know you're not creating anything, touches off. You've got to keep a shape and, and just keeps you know solid. And you know we were lucky they didn't score two or three times with breaks that they had. Yep. And then, and then obviously they, they did score. Um, not great defending on the goal. Berg turned his back. Um, Bit of a yep. lucky bounce off Basham, but you know there were enough bodies around to stop him getting where he got to. I mean, a good, good, good shot, really good shot, but not, not great. Yeah, but I'm disappointed in Berg defensively. He's, I, I think he's been involved in costing us two or three goals this yeah. season already. In yeah. terms of his, you don't get that with Lundstrom. I know he, he comes in for a yeah. bit of stick off players, off certain fans. I mean, but he's, he's he, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't shirk. You know, going back and a yeah. burger just seems to. There was a bit of sometimes... when I te- texted and I was getting really angry because it was like the Leeds one again where he was just ambling about. And at that point, we needed to get a foot in, you know, just see it out, get a draw. And they had a couple of chances where two or three midfielders just didn't. He weren't the only one, but just didn't close players no. down. It, it was like a like a practice match. Like we, we need to do something here, like get a foot in. And it was I was getting so angry. Those last like you know stoppage time and stuff went really did you know. They should have scored. They should have scored again. Yeah. In fact, after the first goal, I think they had another chance, didn't they? Ramsdale, who actually, I know he dropped one, uh, made a good recovery. He had a good game today, and he made a good yeah. save from Mitrovic. And that... you know, they could have gone on and made it two 0 after that with a, a couple of yeah. That drop, chances. that drop that we've probably not mentioned um, was absolutely shocking. But then immediately yeah, recovered yeah. with a good good stop. And yeah, you're right. He made two or three. You probably expect him to make them, but two or three. Good saves, yeah, a few smart saves, blocks. Yeah. It were it were good again today, I think. Yeah. And then their goalie did exactly the same, which led to the, the the penalty. And to be fair, I called it watching it. I shouted loudly. I said, "That's penalty. He's caught him. Definitely caught him." And I never get you know, especially because I'm quite negative. But I and like Zach was like, "Shut up!" That's not. And I was like, "That is a penalty. He's caught him." Game went on, and then I 
think Ramsdale made a save the other end. And I just thought they're just not even going to look at it. I, I, I thought they're not even going to bother. But then obviously when they showed the replay, it was, it was pretty pretty quick. A little bit soft in some ways, but they give him things for that now. It's and weird, I isn't think, it? Because uh, Parker said it was a penalty after. Oh, did he? But it's yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's clearly said it was penalty. It's clearly a penalty. He's booted him, but it's one of them as well where ball's long gone. He's never he's just he's kicked yeah. it, he's got his foot there first. And it's one of them. It's if it's the other way around, his foot just gets in first, it's a foul the other way. Yeah. And you just yeah. think sometimes you think, I wish those weren't fouls, but it's the letter of the law and it's well cl- yeah, and I think they're the ones that with VAR now you can have lots, lots more penalties. And they're probably, you know, rightly so, they're getting the right decisions on yeah. those, but Oh, it's technically a foul, and it's, te- it's yeah, completely yeah, the right decision. Yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah. one of them where you just—it's just split seconds, and it's—it's it's funny. It's just... yeah, but no, well, the goalie—the goalie, as we said earlier, made a bit of a tit himself, dropping the Harry Arthur, dropping <laughs> clearly made, made an absolute. I couldn't tip. think of it. I couldn't think. All I could—all I could hope was he'd make a mistake and make a tit of himself. <laughs> so. um, and when Sharp took it, I thought, here we go. That, that nice soft penalty does about two yards off the ground to goal is right because he loves that one, doesn't he? Because yeah. his record's not the greatest, I don't think. Bit hit and miss. His time, but that was a brilliant penalty. Yeah, just absolutely brilliant. Well, well what, what Mitrovic should have been doing really is booted it straight out middle. Nice eye. Again, I thought, come on, he ran back with ball. Like this is it now. Let's let's go for it <laughs> stuff. And then uh, I think he had one chance straight after and was offside again. Yeah. Um, but then it were all them for like the last four or five minutes in stoppage time. Um, they, I mean, Mitrovic missed an absolute sit, like as nearly bad as McBurney one, really. He got yeah. up well, and uh, Robinson lost exactly like Leeds lost his man. I don't know why, why was Egan not marking though? I think it was, Egan I think he got, got in between them, so I don't even know who was supposed to be marking him. You'd think Egan should have been, but he were completely in between both of them. Egan sort of just, he just cleared him. Uh, Robinson didn't get across blame either of them for me they should, someone should be marking him but we were hanging up we were hanging on at the end we were absolutely hanging on against like a team that you know were expecting to be near the bottom um and they were kind of sent in blood sort of thing and i'm quite relieved when full-time whistle came but that's then you think that's quite poor if i'm relieved that we've we've drawn it home to fulham which is probably gonna be our only chance to get anything really yeah in the next few weeks um it's frustrating that first half looked like we were getting back to something like, and then second half, the second half was really, really poor. Uh, I think, what did McManaman call it? He had a word for it. it oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see McManaman, did I? I had my uh, MBC on. <laughs> okay. He called it insipid or something at our second half. It was something like that. Well, he's or... probably quite right. Um, yeah, the first half, as you say, I, I, I was quite happy with it. I, well, I wasn't because I was moaning about chances missed, but at least we were creating them. It looked like, say, it looked like we we're getting back to, to something like, but yeah, that second half just fell apart, didn't it? Not, no one did anything. And that's more of a concern moving forward because it, you know, the, the confident kind of swagger that we had, you know, the last couple of seasons. And, and I've come on to Wilder's interview at the end because at the end, uh, they asked him, they said, oh, like, we're, uh, a bit surprised that Fulham came out and uh, as as they did, they got it forward quicker and they got the you know the the their decent players on the ball, uh, Lugman and um, I forgot the name of that guy. They got Carvalho, is it from from Wolves? They signed. They got yeah. them on the ball. Kearney got on it. Loftus Cheek were more involved. As in, like, did, did you see that? And would you check? And he just turned around and just said, no, just our players just didn't weren't, weren't very good, sort of thing. But it's, I think this is the thing about when other teams are changing things and changing tactics. I'm not sure he, he 
react. And all that he does the same thing, which he does most weeks, is he'll take Basham off and put Sharp. And I know Sharp's good, but he'll just change the forwards. I whereas... don't agree. I, I really, I say this every time he does it. I don't understand why it's always Basham. I think mm. him and Nil have got it into their heads that you've got to have left-footed players towards left and stuff like that. Just just go with your better players. I'd have took Robinson off. And, yeah. and Basham, again, was probably, well, he's certainly the better of them two. Um, what we needed is someone else in midfield, whether he dropped Berg alongside Nord, whether he put Basham in midfield, just some legs and stuff. We needed to get hold of the ball in midfield because we yep. didn't have any of the ball second half at all. And because we didn't have the ball, they were coming on to us. And it just has this thing about, oh, just change the strikers. You know, obviously, it, it took, uh, always seems to take off the one who's slightly better as well. Uh, yeah. McGoldrick instead of McBurn. <laughs> yeah, there weren't much to choose between them, but at least McGoldrick... He did a little few bits and bobs, didn't he? But yeah, it, it, you're right. It just picks the wrong one each time. Yeah. And, and I just think, you know, a game where we'd lost control of tactically, and yeah, players were making poor decisions and pass and stuff, but he needed to change the shape a little bit. Or change. And people say, well, he took Basham off, he, he put another forward on, so he did. But it, that change needed to be made long before it went it went 1-0 to them because it was going to come, that goal. And he just, I don't know, he just seemed to sit on his hands a bit and... You know, I don't know, he's just a bit stubborn at the moment. I know people are saying, well, that's what's got us to where it's got to, but we have lost a lot a lot of games in a row. We're not looking like the same team, and I'm not crying out for a change of formation per se and ditching everything that we represent, even though we're not doing any of the things that we, rep- that we represented with bombing on and things. But I think he's got to change things a little bit and, and actually say, right, we need, we need to sit in for 10 minutes and just stop them. But they were just coming on and coming on. It was like, they're going to score in a minute. What? What are you not seeing? Yep, I, I'm not going to question him because I've I've said this that he's he's got probably till this time next season. Uh, even if we just lose every game, pretty oh, I don't, much. I don't he's care built if up, we go down. He's brilliant. He's, he's built up so much goodwill, and he's he's fantastic. Yeah, he's them them two tactically have been brilliant, and is is a breath of fresh air and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, the, there are times when you think we need a better plan B, and we need to we need to implement that plan sooner, like you say. But at the end of the day, we're doing a podcast. We've we've got one point from from five games, and and we were outplayed by Fulham, one of the promoted teams. Who, you know, you'd like to think we, we'd be above at the end of the season. We, I think it's within our rights to to to, to oh, question yeah. certain things. Well, I, I won't management. go as far That's as that. It's not hammering. It's not hammering them. It's not. But I, I think when they had control of the game, I think you could have done things slightly like like uh, Parker reacted at halftime. To yeah, yeah, exactly. Control. Um, it, I don't I, know. I won't go as far as say they outplayed us because I think first half we were. By no, second half they did. And then second, second half, half, yeah, second half. I think I would agree with Wilder to some some extent that a lot of it was our doing. We just weren't at it. Mm. They they, as you say, they reacted, they changed things slightly, yeah. and they were just more at it. But you're right. It's up. It's his job then. Right. Yeah. They, we are crap in midfield. We'll change it then. Even if it's just yeah. a direct swap, take one of them off, put someone else on. Put Ampadu on, whatever, whatever it is, just do something because um, it just weren't working. You need, and you're right, we need to change it before we concede when it's when it's going downhill like that. Yeah, what? so uh, it's, uh, it's 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 a concern because we keep waiting for some of these players to kind of, you know, find some form. I know Fleck didn't play today, but like whether it's Stevens or Baldock or McGoldrick or McBurney, you know, Norwood did a few bits today in Lundstrom, but. The, they're not really getting there, are they? We don't, you know, we're, we're still no. waiting for, and unless they find the form, those players we've mentioned, 
it's going to be a struggle because, you know, as much as people are saying, oh, we should have brought... And we should, you know, I still think we should have brought another attacking player in. I don't think it was bringing one attacking midfielder in, for instance, or even Bruce, who's come in, you know, is going to suddenly catapult us up the league. You know, we're relying on... You're still relying on seven or eight players who are not playing as well as they were to start playing. And unless they improve the performances individually and as a, as a unit, we're, we're going to struggle. And we, we are struggling. Yep, no, I agree. But... Um, We've got some nice easy games coming up to, yeah, to change yeah, that, yeah. of course. I mean, one thing I will say is one positive state from today, you can't blame it on the officials or anything like that. I think I think they were, no. everything was right today. No. The, man, the, the man, man, man in black to carry the Will Smith feet. Was he in black? <laughs> Good one. Anyway? Good one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> will Hard Smith again. Yeah, uh, yeah he, it, we, we got decisions, yeah, because like you said, the, the theme has been, oh, we lost or this happened because decisions, decisions kind of went, went, the decision rightly went for us and uh, well, it's not about refs or VAR today, really. No, no, it's com- complete. Although one thing I will say is, what pissed me off, um, players down. So they they had a player down mm. and played on when they were they were attacking first half. This were we got it yeah. attacking, and McGoldrick ended up sort of being pressured to putting it out. Now, if if their player was so injured, why didn't they put it out? That's that sort of thing pisses me off. And then second half, very similar thing happened. We had well, there were two men down, weren't they? From when keeper came out and it didn't matter in the end because I think we got penalty. I think it was that, that incident, but they carried on yeah. playing. Um, and it that sort of thing just pisses me off. I don't I don't want us to resort to gamesmanship and cheating. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see that sort of thing either either made consistent in some way, like just say you just play on. It's up to you if you want to kick it out, we just yeah. get on with it. Especially if they do it, it was up to them to kick it out. And then he got straight up as soon as we kicked straight it out. Straight up as soon as we kicked out. Really pissed me off that. Um, and the ref, when we had a free kick second half and Norwood had it, and Man was marked. saying, uh, yeah, Matt Berger. He marked Berger. <laughs> it could, it could have just pulled it back to Berger. And, and commentator on my stream was saying, my obviously I paid 14 99 for stream, obviously. Um, just, oh, it's, it's, I don't know why I just didn't pull it back to Berger now because he's in acres of space. And ref went to mark him, almost like he'd heard him say that. It's like, I'll, I'll cut this out. They're not doing that. <laughs> and then Norwood so, chipped it into, into nobody. So he just lobbed it to back post for, for an easy uh, clearance. But, um, Oh, absolute. That's the one thing the ref did wrong, actually. Yeah, yeah. Although there was another thing as well. Um, I don't know if this is cheating or not. Then, if you know, it's first half. Um, ball got played off one of their defenders. I can't remember who it were actually, and it was sort of bouncing towards corner flag, and McGoldrick was stood next to it. And I'm thinking, can you grab hold of the corner flag and move it so it goes out for a corner <laughs> rather than a throw in? No, because corner flags they're not. I don't know. No, no, because it would have come up if it had pushed it. All they had to do was push it slightly and it would have bounced off the other side of it and gone out for a corner. It's interesting, Mom. We'll have to... I, th- I think, check, I think check, you'd check probably be... I, I, can't, I can't say that it's not in rules. Ungentlemanly conduct. So probably would have given a free kick, yeah, for ungentlemanly yeah. conduct, but... Yeah. Well, in basketball, you can't get hold of the rim and move the rim about when well. the shot goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get anyone to get hold of any rims when there's any anything going on in the box. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, we didn't sign anyone last week. Oh, yeah, everyone about banging on phones. Oh, we're, gonna, we're never going to sign anyone. I'm glad he came out really early on that day and just went, that's it, we're done. That's yep. just shut everything down. So. Yeah, yeah, so if it's we're, constant, we're, we're going to get Brooks. We're going to get Brooks. We're not going to get Brooks. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Uh, so, when do, when do we play next? Um, sometime next it, week. I don't even know. I'm going to have to have a look. look. Let's have a look. That Saturday night. 
Wick, Wickfield right. now moved moved on from <laughs> Will Smith to Wickfield. <laughs> Going through W's. See if you can get... uh, towel on ahead in front of the mirror. Yeah, yeah. D I R. It's almost like she's here, isn't it? Get she her in instead of Andy. Song. She did another song though, didn't she? There was one other one. She Sunday did. morning. No, there was another. I'm sure she did another song. There was because because. Yeah. Hang on, I've got Wikipedia open from looking up Willard Smith. Let's have a look. Uh, Wickfield. No, the second most famous song was Sexy Eyes. That cover? Mm, Another Day. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Think of You, I don't remember that one. What nationality, Close to you. You, what nationality would you say she is without looking at you? you know, uh, she, I would say Danish. Let's scroll right. up to the top, yeah. and yeah, she's right, Danish. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Fifty oh. now. God. Wow. What's the wow for? As in, still, still got it, or um, just no, that we're old? No. She's old. Everyone's old. Lost it. <laughs> I'm sure, like sure she should be devastated. Devastated like, like, like to hear that Sheffield's answer to Tim Howard <laughs> says that she's uh, <laughs> she's no longer up there. In his in his top five crushes of the uh, of the early nineties. Anyway, back to back to where we were. So it's no, Saturday Sarah night we play. Saint Etienne. Um, no, uh, yeah, Saturday night, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Uh, and he's definitely not going to appear after that, is he? It's going to cost you another fifteen pound, I'm afraid. Of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> definitely fifteen pounds. I'll be paying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which I, I mean, I mean, we, we've not mentioned that, but everything that's happened these last weeks. It, Premier League and top clubs and stuff like that. It's just money, it's money grabbing. Bollocks. It's an absolute load of bollocks. Um, everything about football is bollocks. We're crap. I agree. It's view. not... Project it, Restart. Uh, what's happening? It's rubbish, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to chuck it all in and go and watch non-league instead. Who's your local team? Um, there is one at the top of the road, but they're, they're, they're way... Get deadly mine as well, Fed. There um, okay. were the many, many leagues down. I went, I went though the day you know when we were supposed to go to Newcastle away. Yeah. I went up and um, it was just a good laugh. I just I stood between two dugouts. I wasn't. I'm not sure if I was supposed to be there. I think they thought I was some sort of ref, referee um, or scout, yeah, or a referee assessor or something. Uh, but just just brilliant, just listening to them chirping at each other and stuff. And um, yeah, it's. It's, it, that was actually better than what football is now. It's, it's nothing without fans. And Premier League so needs to realise that because they're pricing people out and turning people yeah. off. I hope, I hope that not many people's got it, but I fear that, you know, even if, if you, you know, I don't know the number that will have it, they're still going to make money out of it, aren't they? Of course they will. see it as a success. So. And I, I think I'm, what the worry is, I think it'll get worse and they'll do it more and more and they'll start being the bigger games that they do it for. And uh, so it's a slippery slope, uh, I'm afraid, but... Um, I don't think we're going to be in grounds for for a long, long time. And, no, I don't uh, think we are. And it's just been shit to watch. United have gone shit. Well, it's, and, and I think it's massively influencing results because Liverpool and Man United don't ship sixes and sevens when there's, no, when there's crowds no, in. It's because no. and even us against Arsenal, we I don't think we'd have lost that game because sixty minutes they've not scored against us. They start chuntering their fans and their yeah, their players get nervous then. So just little things like that, I, I think it's changing results. Mm. I'll just carry on chuntering on my settee. Yep. Well, <laughs> whatever you get up to in your own time is up to you. <laughs> I've got Hoover after that. Right. I think we're about done. Uh, yeah, we are. Oh, at man least of match. We got lost. Man of, match. Oh, man of the match. Uh, 
Bloody hell, that's hard. Because, like, first half, there was a few contenders. They were like Lundstrom, they were Norwood, but they were shit second half. They were. I'm probably... I don't it's going to have to be Ramsdale, isn't it? It probably is going to have to be Ramsdale. It's probably a seven, seven, and a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, it's probably going to be Ramsdale. And that sums up how shit we are at the moment. Sworn a lot of this podcast. I don't know this Finn and Jeff Finn and Easy for the swears. Easy for the swears. Easy on the swears, Easy yeah. On the swears. Easy on the swears. More Will Smith. Uh, what other podcasts where you get Will Smith songs? Uh, well, and Wigfield. <laughs> clunked into the uh, description of the games. But no, I think that that's it now. I'm going to go and have whatever dinner, tea, whatever time it is. That's the other thing it throws out with you. Well, well I, I cooked Sunday dinner really early and timed it. So I, I I got it ready for bang on twelve, and really? I sat with I sat oh, with it. Wow. I had a full Sunday dinner on my knee for for the start of the um the McBurney's first missed chance. I were polishing off me um my last Yorkshire pudding. I had a bacon bacon butty similar sort of thing. Just had it at twelve o'clock. I went for a run, came back, and then uh, yeah. No, I like to have my big Sunday dinner at middle of day, but I'd, obviously I'd ideally have had it a bit later than bang on twelve o'clock. But yeah. Anyway, anyway that's insight into our eating habits as well. So um. Enjoy the rest of the day. At least we've not got COVID yet. Let's look, look on the positives and we've drawn Well, again. you might have. You might just not be symptomatic yet. There's always that to think about. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Are we going to actually pod at, like, Saturday at 10 o'clock next week? Well, Andy's probably not. Let's let's go say that. But well, um... he, sent us a, he sent us a picture of his pumpkin, so you can put that on the Twitter feed to prove that he's actually... Uh, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't doubting he'd done a pumpkin. It's just that he spelled carving wrong. So I would take. I, I was just taking the done piss, a, saying done they a were pumpkin. Giving They're birth quite to small pumpkins, those as well. Are we still talking about Arioli? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's have a look. Pumpkin. He's all he's done is hollow them out so far. He's not even done a very. It's quite raggedy around top that one, isn't it? And that one's not even ripe. That white one. Unless that's what it is, I don't know. I'm not a pumpkin is that expert. Even a pumpkin? No, I think it's a. Don't know what it is. Some Pumpkins sort of. Pumpkins are a waste time. Not a big so, Halloween fan. It's a member of the squash family, anyway. But yeah, yeah, Americanized <laughs> bullshit. What, what? Why do we care about Halloween? It's not even like you're going to go trick or treating this year, is it? Although the tr- the trick is the ultimate, isn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, do you get a Mars bar <laughs> or do you get a life threatening disease? And at least there won't be as many fireworks this year. You don't. Yeah, you, you say that. <laughs> they've started already around here. As soon as, as soon as they go, you know, you know they've gone on sale when they, on a Friday night you start hearing fireworks. They can't um, be surely they can't be allowed to organise displays. No, they won't be. But there'll still be people just setting them off just for a laugh, won't they? So what, what a laugh! Right, that's it. Anyway, that's dissected the uh, the lesser festivals of the year. <laughs> well, well, to discuss Christmas, we quite I quite quite like Christmas. We'll do Christmas. I, I love Christmas, but I think it's going to be a write off this year. But let's let's save that for the next part. Right. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs>